So now let's go back a year. Darpashi is to skip. So let's go back to Tafshin um, Aleph, October 1940. Pashas Bracious. Page Kuf Bracious borrowed the Kims of Shamayim Vesaritz. Pirishrashi, Bracious, Bishvil Yisrael, Shanikru Rashis, Bishvil Atirish, and Nikris Rashis. The world was created for, for Am Yisrael, and the world was created for the Tyra. Both of these are referred to in the Psukim in different places as Rashis. Rashis Tvoyasa, the Jewish people are called Hashem's, the, the beginning, the first of Hashem's crop, of Hashem's. Creation and the Torah is called Rashis Darko, the, the, the beginning of Hashem's way in this world. This is the Torah. So, Bereshis Bishvil, Bishvil Yisrael, and Bishvil HaTorah. Kiisa Begumar, the Gemara says in Sanhedrin, Tan Rabban Akari, Pasuk Shal Shir Hashirim, Vaisa Kamin Zemer. The person, the Gemara there is telling us an Issa, which if there were time, it would be interesting to go into really a little bit more halach l'maise, but there's an issue to take psukim from Shir Hashirim and to use these psukim of Shir Hashirim to make them into ke'ilu, these are chas songs, like regular songs, like a love song, because the psukim from Shir Hashirim, Chazal were obviously very, very afraid, we know that from the Machlaikis and the Mishnah, that they were very afraid that the psukim from Shir Hashirim are going to be misinterpreted, misunderstood. And they have been to be interpreted as stam, uh, a guy and a girl, and uh, kilo is some sort of a uh, romantic, some romantic shira, and and because of it, there's a special iser. There's a special iser not to take psukim from shira shirim and to make them to, to put music to them. I know that there are. I'm not talking about during davening. But there are songs from Shir Hashir, and okay, we're not going to go into that right now. But there's an iser of a kari pasuk shal Shir Hashir va'isos a kimin zemer to make it kimin zemer like it's a, like it's music to put Shir Hashir to music. Va'kari pasuk bebeis mishtaros b'loyz manoi, and anybody who is reading psukim bebeis mishtaros, some sort of a party. And it's not the time to read. In other words, it's being used also. The psukim are being used in a way that is not learning and not kriya Maybe rola olam. It's not good for the world. Because the Torah herself, she puts on a sackcloth, she, she acts in a way of avelus. And the Torah stands before Hashem, and the Torah says to Hashem, that if somebody makes psukim into songs and stam for music, this is happening a lot these days, 
psukim are made into songs or being used in a way that's not bedech, in a way of kedusha and shir shirim. The Torah complains to Hashem and says, Asuni your children have made have, have made me into kikin, like like some sort of a violin, like a like a musical instrument. Shabbanaknabalitsim, that lights him, are sitting in a in a bar and singing songs and using me, the Torah, for for for, for their entertainment, as opposed to learning and, and avoida and so on. So of course that one of the hatayim is one of the term is that it's being used for his service. It's hard to say about a lot of the music and the way the music's being played nowadays. But it's a service. It's a, it's a question of whether it's muta to do such a thing. And there are many reasons why it's not. Umla Hashem answers the Torah and says, Biti, my daughter, it's just a strange answer. It's like Hashem is saying, when they're eating and drinking, what do you want them to do? Like, Sounds like Hashem is saying, people go out for dinner. They like they like to have some some mu- musical accompaniment. You know, it's nice to have a little bit of entertainment on the side. That's what it sounds like when you read it. What do you want them to do when they're when they're eating and drinking? What do you mean that? The Mishnah says that they should be They should be sitting in. If they want, they could talk and learning. So that's what. So that's what. The Torah answers. The Torah says, Rabban Shalom, if you're worried about like why what are they going to do when they're when they're when they're eating? So the Torah says, I have a suggestion. In Bali Mikrahain, if the people that are eating are Bali Mikra, they're on a level where they're just able to learn Torah Shabhsav, Tanakh, then Yaska Bhutarnaviksuvim. Then let them let them during the meal, let them sit and learn Tanakh. Talk over some some Tanakh. If they're already holding by learning Mishnahis, then you ask about Mishnah, about Halachis, about Godis, they can learn Mishnahis, and Halachis, and Godis. If in Bali Talmud, if they're people that are learning Gemara, that they know how to learn Gemara, then you ask about Pesach, about Pesach, and Tzeres, about Tzeres, and Chag, about Chag, then let them go more deeply into the Halachis of the Yom Tavim. That's the Gemara. It's uh, many, many questions on this Gemara. So the Rebbe says, Sha'api Pshuto, just the Pshat, it's hard to understand. What is this question that Hashem is asking? That when Jews are sitting there and they're eating, what, what do you want them to be doing? Hashem doesn't know Hashem doesn't know the answer. The Torah has a different day. The Torah answers, what do you mean they should be learning? Because Hakadosh Baruch Hu asks the Torah, "What should they be doing?" The Torah says they should be learning. Hashem doesn't. Hashem doesn't know the answer to the question. We find in Chazal a number of places where the Torah is asked a question. The Torah has a certain mahalach, and then the Berenshim must give mahalach like, like uh, the whole question of Benecha Chotu Mayas Ben Shabbos. Your children have sinned. What should they do? So you have such a thing where the Torah says one thing and the Baruch Shalom says, Yasa the Torah didn't have that answer. There are a number of chazals like this. Yeah? How literally do we take this conversation? Okay. It doesn't mean like there's this, that there's this Sefer Torah and Hashem is, you know, like the kids carry on a simple Torah, <laughs> like a little furry Sefer Torah and Hashem is asking, hey, what, do you, you know, what do you think? It means that, it means something, 
it's, it's literal, but it's not something physical. It's, there's a diyun. There's a diyun in, in the Midas Halyainas. There's a diyun of what is this inyan of, of psukim and, and shiris and zimris, miris with psukim and so on. It doesn't mean something literally that there's some sort of a conversation. It's a diyun in the Midas Halyainas. The Loma Partaha Taira Beprotius, and then and then what's interesting also the Rebbe says is, is that then the Torah answers like with a like a, like a different curriculum, you know. If the Torah answers, if they're Balimiku, the the Khavat that they know how to learn that they're holding just by Tanakh. So when they're at a party or they're sitting and eating, they shall learn Tanakh and Bali Mishnah and so on, Bali Talmud. Why did the Torah just say? What do you mean what the Torah say to someone, what do you mean what should they do when they're eating? Let them sit and learn. Why does it have to say Bali Mikra and Bali Mishnah and Bali Talmud? Obviously, people are going to learn what they're able to learn, what they know how to learn. By the midst of Talmud Torah, when it says Vidibartabam, it doesn't say specifically what different people should learn. It means, obviously, that uh, everybody knows where he's holding, what he's able to learn, and what he can learn, and people learn. So what is this that the Torah goes into the, goes into the Pratim, the Bali Mikra, Bali Mishnah, Bali Talmud? It's clear that Hashem is being melamed tzchus on Jews who are doing this, or putting shir shirim to music, or singing psukim in the at a meal, or whatever, or saying psukim in, in, in the context that's not that's not the That Hashem is being melamed tzchus on these people. His not tzlus al hatayra shakarim psukim bevatim mishdos v'shosh shaerchlam v'shaisen shayet zahara marshal ozalayim. Could be the Rebbe is explaining the limut is as follows: that at a time when people are eating, especially it's a base mishtos, meaning that they're some sort of a celebration. So Chazal say a general klal that the etzar is very strong when when the belly is full, when people are eating and drinking. The etzar is very very strong. For other things, a person when a, when a person's stomach is full. So the Yitzhar becomes full. She Yitzhar Moshal Azalayim ki ein ari noihem itach kupashal teven ki mitach kupashal bosal. The Gemara says that a lion has a different roar when it's when it's munching on some straw as opposed to having as opposed to having like a you know a, a steak, a piece of meat, and people are the same way. A person that's the, a person whose stomach is is not. Uh, Indulging in in, in, in in food, and so the, the roar of the eight Sahara is not as strong as when the person is is filling himself. He's already giving in to the eight Sahara. So once the eight Sahara has become activated by the uh, whatever is the thirty two ounce steak or thirty two pounds, maybe they have now. I don't know. <laughs> the, these pictures of the guys holding up, in the, you know, the kosher steaks and the food. 
so when a person already, when the, uh, a person who's, who, who's indulging in, in, in food in such a way, it means he's already, he's already in the ballpark of the Yetzirah. He's already in that, in that place. When the lion has had something good to eat, so he has some hischaskis and he's, and he's more of a lion. When a person is eating and drinking, so the Yetzirah is, is mischazik. But many sasku was sokesh baruchu sengeli mitzchus kilo. So what do you want them to do? It's better that they should. It's better that they should sing some Jewish songs. That they should uh, do that. Then, even though there's some psukim and it's not so good, better they should do that because if not, who knows what they're going to do? That's it. Sounds like that Hashem is sengeli mitzchus. Well, zeh amr hatayra. And this is the response of the Torah. In Bali, Mikrahim, and so on. If the Tanakh people, if the Mishnahis, if the Gemara people, whatever. Kikvardi Barnum. Shemisha Loimed Torah. The Rabbi explains that there are different ways to learn. And Shemisha Loimed Torah, if ain't gam atzmusay mishtana la Torah, a Kedusha. You have a person that learns Torah, but he himself does not become Torah and Kedusha. He remains the same person, and he's just learning Torah, which is interesting and informative, but he hasn't become Torah. It's still, he's, it's him, and, and it's the Torah. The Tachlis of Limna Torah is that the person should become a Chefz of Torah person himself should be transformed and changed and elevated by that. Not just that he's constantly learning, but he's the same person, he just knows a lot. Because if the person is like that, and the learning doesn't change him and make him into himself into the Torah and into Kedusha, then he's no different than a box. Then he's like a box that has a lot of svarim in it. So he's a, he has a brain and has a lot of svarim in it. He knows a lot. He knows how to learn. He knows a lot. But the same way that the box isn't any different, it's just a box. Even though it's holding, could be hundreds of svarim, it's still just a box. So too, this person's head could be holding a lot of Torah. And he's just a box. He's just a depository of Torah, but he himself hasn't been changed by it. The box just remains a wooden crate the way that it was. And so too, you have a person that learns Torah and he's not affected by it, he's not changed by it. He's the same, he's the same person that he always was. Doesn't change, doesn't do anything then. There's a famous saying from, a, uh, from one of the great modern philosophers they say that this that this is uh, from Bertrand Russell, that that he was that he was um, teaching in college somewhere. Uh, he was giving a class, and he spoke a little bit about his own personal life that was very very immoral. And he he was proud about some disgusting things that he had been doing. This is what I heard, and one of the students was taken aback because after all. 
professor, you've written so much about morality and ethics. So his famous answer was, was Einstein a triangle? In other words, Einstein was a great mathematician. Doesn't mean it made him into a, a it made him into a, a, a triangle. It didn't make him into a piece of math. In other words, I study ethics and morals. I teach it. That doesn't mean that it, I'm ethical or moral. It's just I'm, it's something I'm interested in. I think about, but not that not that that should change me or transform me. The students were still innocent enough to expect some consistency. <laughs> that if the man is is writing books and teaching this lachar, you would think that he himself would, would, at least he wouldn't brag about how immoral he is. But the terrorists is a good terrorist. The terrorists is so what? So Einstein Einstein taught math. He taught science. It doesn't make him into a formula or something. So my, my teaching of ethics doesn't make me into an ethical person. In the eyes of the Torah, that's absolutely abhorrent. That's, that's, that's horrible. A person who learns Torah is supposed to become a shtick Torah. To become Torah. To change oneself into, into, into Torah. The Gamba Medrash, Roin Chilukza, where the Medrash says... Rabbi Meir wanted to rescue his Rabbi, Rabbi Elisha ben He wanted to rescue him from Gehanim. You know that Elisha ben became Acher. He, he turned against Am Yisrael. He was a, he was a Tana that turned against Am Yisrael. We, we don't even call him by his name. We call him Acher, the other. And Rabbi Meir made a lot of his to try to to try to help him. He tried to bring him back and to save him from Ghanim. And the tiny that Rabbi Meir, one of the tiniest of Rabbi Meir was, Matzilan Tik HaSefer Im HaSefer. Rabbi Meir was a big London, and he was from the sharpest of the Tanaim. It says the others, his friends, couldn't even understand. You know, we don't pass him like Rabbi Meir because, you know, because his, his colleagues couldn't understand. He was so deep. So Meir has a, a tiny to save his Rebbe Acher from Ganem, because you see that the din is that the din in Hilchah Shabbos is, is that is that you, you that when it comes to saving the Sefer Torah from a Shreifer from a fire, so you could be Michal Shabbos. We're not going to get into the into the details of that. There are ISIS, there are abundance, but there is the possibility of Chil Shabbos to save the Sefer Torah. And the Gemara says that when you're saving the Sefer Torah, you're also allowed to save the Tik, the case. The case in which the Sefer Torah is held. Like the Svadish Sefer Torah, those cases. You're allowed, to say, you're allowed to save the case of the Sefer Torah. Silent Tik has Sefer, Ima Sefer. So Rameya's Svara was, Matsilin is Acher Bishvil Teroso. That my Rebbe Acher. He contains a wealth of Torah. He contains so much Torah. In other words, in this in this person there is Torah. So he tried to save him. He tried to use this as a way of of bringing of bringing Acher out from Gehanim. That why should he burn, so to speak, in Gehanim, even though he himself no longer has there's no kedusha to him because of what he's made of his life, but he contains kedusha. Because he knows, he knows everything. So since he knows it's, the information is there, so he shouldn't burn in Gehenna. 
he should be saved. So a mayor is comparing Acher to the to the case that is holding the that's holding Torah. But this the fact that he's holding Torah should save him. The way that you the way that you pull the tick of the safer with the safer out of the fire. That was what Rameyu was trying to use as a svara to save his rabbi, which was not a success, was not a successful attempt at rescuing his rabbi. So by Acher, there was a separation between the Tik and the Sefer, the person and his learning. Just like the container is holding the Sefer, but the container is not the Sefer. So Rameyu wanted to, wanted to save his Rebbe because of the Torah that was contained within him. When it comes to a true Talmud Chacham, and a Tzadik, a Talmud Chacham is a Tzadik, in other words, a Talmud Chacham who is changed by the Torah he learns, a Talmud Chacham who himself is Torah, the Gemara says, how foolish are the people who stand up before a Sefer Torah, but they don't stand up before a Gavarab, a Talmud Chacham. In other words, a Talmud Chacham is a person who is himself a walking Sefer Torah. Not a, not a container. He himself is a Sefer Torah. That's why the Gemara is criticizing people who jump up when they see a Sefer Torah, but they're not so careful to jump up when they see a Talmud Chacham. A Talmud Chacham himself is a Sefer Torah. Not only is the even more. The Tamachachim is more than the parchment that's holding letters. Because by the Tamachachim, the, the letters of Teres Hashem have completely, have become, become, become completely absorbed in his very being. By the Sefer Torah, the letters are written upon the cloth, upon the parchment. But, but, by the Tamachachim, his, his essence has already been completely saturated with Torah Sashem. So that's why, that's why they're Tipshoy, that they're standing up in front of a Sefer Torah, and they don't stand up in front of a Tamachachim. Loyal Tik Bilvad. A Tamachachim is not a container of Torah. It's not a container. Somebody was telling me that the, uh, about there's a very, very big Tamachachim who's known as a, a tremendous Baki Bishas. And there were a couple of people that were working with him after Shul on Shabbos, and they were saying, when, when all the programs came over, the computer things, the Chachm, all the different computers, said, so they said, Rebbe, we don't really need you anymore because we have a computer. Like a joke, they were saying, Rebbe, because he's, he's the kind of person you could ask him anything anywhere, and you know, he, he knows everything. So somebody said, Rebbe, we don't really need you. Have, we all have you know, computers. So his answer was, well, Shabbos, you still need me. <laughs> Shabbos, Shabbos, if you still, you know, you still need. But of course, it's a joke because the computer, as informed as it is, is a computer. It's a, it's a, it's a machine. That, that's not why the term was given in Har Sinai to fill boxes and machines. It was given to change us. 
It's not a teak. It's not a container. A Jew is not a container. It's supposed to be a sponge. A sponge that absorbs the Torah. And, 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 and the behavior of a Tamachachim, you know, that halacha is more makbid on the behavior of a Tamachachim than a person who's not a Tamachachim. Because of it's a chilasham, I'm chilasham. You're a person that you learn Torah, and and this is how you conduct yourself. This is how you act. Anybody who sees us, because we're from people, Jews who are not Jews who are not shemimisses, they see us. They is, they assume that that we're not just containers. They assume that we absorb the Torah that we learn. Therefore, they would expect us to be. Honest, and they and they should. They're right to expect us to be honest and to be kind and polite, to have manners, to say thank you, and so on. They would expect that. That the Torah would have been, we would have absorbed the Torah. Even in New York, I'm not talking about out of town. I'm saying even in New York, that we would have absorbed the Torah in such a way to, to behave as people should behave, as Jews should behave, as people of Torah should behave. And if we don't, it's a tremendous Hashem. In the eyes of the world, each and every one of us, could be. They were far from that. But in the eyes of the world, we're Tamir Chacham. Some of you have relatives that are not from, in their eyes, you're the, you're the uh, Rabbi Moshe Feinstein of the Tev, you understand? <laughs> That's it. You're, you're, you're the Vilna Gaon. And you could say from the height of Morgan, I'm, t- I'm telling you the truth, I failed my Gemara B'china. Really, really. <laughs> I'm not a Tamil Chacham. You got the wrong guy. doesn't make a difference. You're the Tamil Chacham in the family. They see you're the Tamil Chacham. And even if they, even if they are religious, but they might not be learned. So some of you come from families where the father didn't learn so much or doesn't know, and he sees that you and, he, and, and you, you go to yeshiva and you you, you walk around carrying swarm. So, <laughs> so the father, your fathers expect you not to be uh, an argas, uh, a box. They expect you to have absorbed the Torah that you're learning. And then the kolapachas, they cherets and keep it off aim and manners, and so on and so forth. And it's a, and it's a, a, a fair expectation. They're right. It's true. <clears throat> so therefore, we now look at the answer of the Torah. No, the Torah's the, 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 the the taina was, in Bali Mikra, if the people could learn Tanakh, so then when they're eating, they should be learning Tanakh. Mishnah, Mishnah, and so on. The Zeus Ansahatayra, in Bali Mikraheim, if they're Bali Mikra, meaning Bale Mikra. Bale Mikra. Like the Bali Muslim point out that a person is supposed to be a Ben Torah. Not a Lomate, not just someone who's a Lomate Torah, who learns Torah. A Ben Torah means the same way that a child has absorbs and receives the the genes and so on. A Ben, a child of Torah, a Ben Torah. So too, Bale Mikra means Im Bale Mikra Haim, Im Haim Atzmusam Nasu Bale Mikra. If these are Tanakh Jews, not just people that learn Tanakh, but they themselves are Tanakh people, Bale Mikra. Then, then if they were such people that even when they were eating and even when they're eating and drinking, then they wouldn't they wouldn't get caught up in the Yetzar just because they're eating and drinking. They're not like a lion. What do you mean? A person's a Balmikri? Is a person... He's a, if Tanakh... If, if this person's a Balmikri, and Tanakh is something that he learns, not just that he learns, but he's absorbed into, into who he is. So why are you worried, Rabbi Shalom, why are you worried about a Yetzar? 
Why are you, why are you nervous? Why are you letting them sing songs uh, using psukim? Because you're worried about the Yetzar? The reason that Hashem would be worried about the Yetzar is because there are Jews who are learning, but they're not absorbing what they're learning. They're not becoming their learning. But if they're Baalei Mikra, the Yitzhar is not going to start up with them. And so on. If you would try, if you, maybe if we would translate this into a more of a modern Moshal. So imagine that there's a discussion going on going to the computer with the with all the programs and so on about putting filters on the computer. So the so the Torah would say in Bali Mikrahim, if you know there's a person has a computer and the computer has on it uh or whatever the program is, Barilan, it has tons of Torah. But there are also other things you can get on the computer. So if the if the Torah that this person has learned has become who he is, he's transformed by that Torah, then what are you worried about? There's nothing to worry about with him using the computer. He's not going to go to any other, any other sites. But if, but if he has the computer, that's why one of, the, one of the reasons, besides other obvious reasons why it seems to me to be a gold nefesh that people use telephones to daven min chamarv, to bench like, uh, can't have a city, you can't use that. Because that's a mitzvah, that's a chavtza, that unless you're a person that you never ever used it for anything other than Torah and tefillah, if you ever looked at anything else on that thing, why are you using that to daven from? Why would you use that to daven? If you have a thing and you only use it for Torah and tefillah, mela. Even then it wouldn't have the kedusha of a seifa. But if you're using that for other things, I don't even mean, God forbid, things that are terrible, but it's not for other things. From that you daven? From that you daven. If that falls down, you kiss it. What do you do? It doesn't have anything. It's a mixture of, of all different things. So, what the Torah is saying is in Bali Mikrahim, what are you worried about? The Eight Sahara? If the person's a Bal Mikrah, if his learning of Tanakh is something which, which is not just a matter of Limud, but it's really who he is, he's a Bal Mikrah. Then uh, nothing's going to happen with the Yitzhar just because they're having a, a little bit to eat or a lot to eat. A Balmikra, Bal Mishnah is strong enough to control his Yitzhar. That's what the Torah is saying. Amr Torah, the Torah is also saying. Yasku bilchas pesach be pesach, bilchas atzeres be atzeres, nechas chag be chag. To learn the halachas of the Yom Tov when it comes time before the Yom Tov. Shagam hazman yoeresa. There's a kedushas hazman. So besides a person being a bal mikra, bal mishnah, bal talmud, what about the fact that it's Shabbos? So it's a Shabbos, or it's a Chanukah, it's a Purim, it's a Yom Tov. There's also kedushas hazman. Shagam hazman yoeresa. So even if a person sometimes forgets what he's learning, or there are other meniyas, but the time that he's in should be more to, to be able to overcome 
the eight are to overcome whatever the Miniyas are. So in the Rebbe, now the Rebbe comes back into the Warsaw Ghetto and he says, Ata. And so it is now. We have many, many Miniyas. He says that <laughs> our problem is not that we're overeating. That's not the problem. We have tsaris and yasurim, suffering, misery, not, not eating. So there are many miniyas. Nevertheless, the Rebbe says, every single one of us, he's talking to the Jews there, every single one of us, even a business person, a Ba'amalacha, or, or, or a laborer, before the war started, every one of you, he was saying to them, every one of you had Shiurim of Torah, that you had whatever, Mishnayis, Chumash Rashi, Gemara, Ein Yaakov, whatever, every, every one of you was learning. Therefore, the fact that you always had a kvias to learn, and there are times of the day that you set aside for learning, There's, that should help you, that you should continue to be able to learn in the situation that we're in, with all of the minias, that are, all of the things that are in the way, that are holding us back from learning. Not a full belly, but a, an empty stomach, a totally empty stomach, and suffering, and having lost family, and all the tsarists that are going on. What the Rebbe is saying in a nice way is that we have to look at ourselves at a time of Yisurim. It's not just at a time when things like in the like at a party when when the belly's full. But how are we how do we behave when the belly when the stomach is totally empty? Because if Yiddishkeit would be something, if learning would be something that we absorbed and it's made us into Bali Mikra, Bali Mishnah, Bali Talmud, that despite all of the Yisurim, why are we not learning? We should be learning. Why is it that the Yisurim, why is it that Atsaras are, are Miniyas that are not allowing us to, to go on and learn? You see, it happens a lot of a lot of guys, a lot of Hever from Yeshivas, that Ben Hasmanim doesn't pick up a, a Sefer. You see a guy from Yeshiva comes home, Erev Shabbos, won't touch a Sefer. So you could say he's tired, he was learning all week. Or he's learning the Halzman, Halavai. But he can't, but he can't look at it, he doesn't have a cheshek to look at a, to look at a Gemara, Ben Azman. He doesn't have a cheshek to look at a Gemara. It means that whatever he learned, there are excuses but whatever he learned, it, it didn't make him into, into a, a Sefer Torah. It didn't make him into a person who's Torah. He learns Torah during this man, during this man, and Ben Azman, he's off. He learns Torah during the week, and Erev Shabbos, he's off. Or he can lie in bed on a Shabbos, uh, uh, on a summer Shabbos, it's a long day, he can lie in bed for three, four hours. Because he works so hard the whole year. He can't, he can't, he needs, he needs a few months off or something. So you learn Torah, but the Torah didn't 
didn't make you into into Torah itself. And the Rebbe says, The Rebbe says, nobody's working. None of us are working. Jews weren't allowed to work anymore. Nobody's working. So, the Rebbe says, we have more time. No one's working. So, Tzvichim, Ba'ascholos Hazman, is Pashat Bereshis. So we have to try, it's the beginning of the Zman. Ba'ascholos Hazman. We should be learning more than we ever did in the past. In the past, all of you were busy all day working. We're not doing anything now. We're just waiting to die. Right? That's what they're sitting around. So we should be learning more. Hashem should save us, that we should be able to learn Torah and to, and to daven and so on. In a good way, when we have things. Let's return. If a person is a bal mikra, not just that he learns Torah, but he's a bal mikra. He's a bal mishnah. So it's not that Hashem is arguing with the Torah. Hashem brought this point out through the Torah speaking because. The point that Hashem is making here is that we should be living embodiments of the Torah. The Torah becomes like a person. You understand? The Torah speaks. The Torah becomes a person. Becomes a person. So they're saying, therefore, Bali Mishnah, Bali Mikra, Bali Mishnah have the ability to overcome the Miniyas. Whether it's a minia that comes from a person having eaten too much, having too much to eat, or God forbid the other way, if the minia, if the minia is from having nothing to eat, I'm having sorrows and yisur. Next page. So now the Rebbe ties it to Brachis Baralukim. Brachis Baralukim as a shemaim ve'asaros. He says such a deep thing there, Rebbe. So we learned, Rashi says at the beginning, Rashi's Baruchim is Bishvil Yisrael and Bishvil Hatar. So Rashi's Baruchim is Bishvil Yisrael and Bishvil Hatar. But the deeper meaning of Bishvil Yisrael Vatar doesn't mean that they're two separate entities. Bishvil Yisrael Vatar means that Hashem created the world so that Jews should become Torah. Bishvil Yisrael Vatar Kuchubichu Yisrael Chad Hashem created a world in order to give us the opportunity to become Anshei Kodesh to become people of Kedusha to become human beings who don't just contain information but human beings who become holy because of the Torah that we learn who are changed who are transformed that was the whole Tachlis of of the Bria and Dir Betach Tainim Amalek is not anything physical but a human being who is physical should, be, should have the ability to change himself into Torah, to elevate himself into Torah. Bishvil Yisrael v'atorah. V'kevan she'etzam ha'olam bishvil Yisrael v'atorah. Since creation itself, the world itself, all that exists, 
is for the sake of Yisrael and Torah. Lachain Avshiyeh Zmanim Shechas V'Chalila Ha'olam Kenegid Yisrael V'Hatayra. Even though there are times like the one that we're living in now, the Rebbe saying, where it seems to us, where it seems that Chas V'Chalila, the entire world is against Yisrael and is against the Torah. That everything that's happening in the world is to stop us from being Jews, from living, and to stop us from learning. It seems that the world is against Yisrael and against the Torah, which can't be. The world was created for Yisrael and created for the Torah. But now the whole world seems to be against Yisrael. The whole world is seeking to destroy Yisrael, to destroy the Torah. Even though there are times like now when it seems to us that that the whole that, that the world is not Torah, the world is not Yisrael, the world is is against the Torah, is against Yisrael. But it can't be because the whole Bria creation is for the sake is is for the Torah and is for Yisrael. Creation is the Torah and Yisrael. But right now, to us, it seems as if creation is against Yisrael and seeking to destroy Am Yisrael. And the world creation is against the Torah. Because it's so hard for us to go on living. And it's so hard for us to go on learning. So why isn't the world with us on this? Why is the world against us? If the world was created for us, meaning Yisrael and Torah, then why is the world against us? So it can't be. So the Rebbe says, even though this is this is the way it looks, it looks like the world is the world is against us. nevertheless, All we can do is to have hope in Hashem. She is that soon, quickly, it should be revealed, Shuv the true essence of the world. Now, does the Rebbe saying because what's happening could not be the true essence of the world? It's something strange. It's a hest upon him. The true essence of the world is Israel and the Torah. So, how could it be that the world is against Israel and against the Torah? So, the Rebbe's davening that Meheira should be Mizgala Etzim Ha'olam, the true essence of the world, what the world really was created to be, what the world really is. And then that would bring to the salvation of the Jewish people. And the salvation of the Torah. May it soon be, the Rebbe asks, that the beginning, that first thought of Hashem, of Breshis, Breshis, Bishvil HaTorah, Bishvil Yisrael, Bishvil HaTorah, the Reishis HaMachshav Yisgala should be revealed. Shakol Bishvil HaTorah, that everything that exists is only for the sake of the Torah, Yisrael, and everything that exists is only for the sake of, of Am Yisrael. Not that we should live in a world that seems to be completely opposed and seeks to destroy us. But rather it should be revealed that Reishis HaMachshav, Reishis, should be Mezgal kol B'Shvil HaTorah, V'Yisrael Amen. We should be zeichet to see that. Okay, well, let's look in the Dav Ma'ar, let's start.